Hey guys, Brandon here. And I'm Brittany. And welcome back. To the pumpkin paint. Hell yeah, brother. Drink your fucking drink before we get started. You have... Drink your juice, shall we? You had five minutes before we got started, and then another 30 seconds of the intro, and you just said, I think now's the time I need to get thirsty. <laughs> I was enthralled with the conversation. Yeah, so. it was. We, had, we were talking about one of Brittany's favorite subjects. We're not going to get into it, but she was interested in home the deets, yeah. and she's still... A horror. Yes. Me. Yes, you. Hmm. Um, the call is coming from inside the house. <laughs> and it will stay inside the house. No tracking number. Um, so listen, guys, before we get into our days, I just want you to tell you how much this Nicki Minaj and uh, Megan the Stallion beef has been tickling my pussy sprinkles. <laughs> um, because between the both of them, one talking about Megan's Law, and it's catchy, you know, both songs. But Nicki Minaj is my favorite. Not because I'm a Nicki. I'm not a Bob. I am a Bob, actually, but the uh, the ending of it is hilarious because the rant that she goes on, it, it, it catches you off guard. It goes from just her rap about talking shit, you know, calling bitches Bigfoot, but at the <laughs> end she's like, so, you want to talk about families? <laughs> <laughs> you want it to get messy? I'm, ew. What? What you're talking about with Bella? Yeah. She did it again. It smells like a Wendy's ladle in here. Absolutely. <laughs> for the chili. Uh-huh. And she over there just knocked the fuck out like it's all cool. But anyways, back to Nikki. Um, <laughs> damn. Anyways, talking about Nikki. Um, <laughs> but the end, the TikToks, this is how we know we don't deserve the internet. They've been getting me. I saw one TikTok with my favorite movie, Scream, where the girl gets the phone call and it has Nikki just, it's going to get worse if you don't apologize. <laughs> <laughs> and the other one was from the IRS talking about, we know that you lied about everything you said. <laughs> <laughs> oh god now i'm scared right this is hilarious um you want to smell it no i don't want to smell it. i smelled it downstairs um that shit rough apparently bella the dog is going through some things first off tonight. the dog my daughter well i was yeah just letting the listeners know god it she's ripe and yeah. bella 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 <laughs> <laughs> she does fart but it's usually not like super bad and if it is it lasts for a little bit but this thing is like gravy. It's thick. Meanwhile, look at her ears. She's like, I'm living my best life. She's like, I'm laying there with my daddy on my favorite blankie. And she loves this one because her toenails get stuck in it and she rips these little fucking things out because it's like one of those uh, basket weaved kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. But when it comes down to, so I love the beef too because it smells like me. Um, <laughs> it smells like me. <laughs> I love the beef too because, like you said, the memes, the TikToks, the the disses, all of it. I love it all. But put all the funny stuff aside. Are you team Nikki or team Megan on this one? I'm team whichever one has the funniest jokes because <laughs> both of them came out with. I mean, I know some people said that Megan sounded better, and I'll say Megan's uh, song is better. But <laughs> I think Nikki's was funnier just because at the end, because ain't nobody expecting that. I think it's. I think hers is just funny because she sounds unhinged, right. and also I'm Team Megan. It's like that, all the things you lied about. This. <laughs> like, Mitch, what are you talking about? And she's like, "When your new nose heals," <laughs> and we'll say the rest for part two. <laughs> that just sent me to the moon. Which I will say, I think ninety percent of people are Team Megan on this one, but um, just like because Nikki just seems to have gone off the rails. Hey, quick research. How old is Megan the Stallion? Hey Siri. Ew. How old is Megan the Stallion? Was that a was that her snoring or a fart? No, it, the smell made its way over here. Oh, she's twenty eight. Okay, my niece said she's twenty four years old. I'm like, no, she's not. There's no way. 
I want you to hear this on the way back to Michigan, you stupid bitch. <laughs> I knew she was a 24. Um, um. <laughs> <laughs> Jinx. We, we synced. Uh, so we didn't post an episode last week. Yeah. You know why? Because guess what? We need a break, too. We were on a roll. We had to give you, can't keep you in the the know. <laughs> we got to get a little razzle-dazzle from time to time. Like, I got to be honest with y'all. So, there were the early that week, we were like, should we record now or just save it for Thursday? And we were like, well, we'll save it for Thursday. Well, Thursday came around, and we were like, no, nah, let's go out drinking with our friends instead. So, sorry, guys. We picked them over you. And did we have a time? I'm going to tell oh, we you. we had a time. Right. I'm going to fill you on some of the story. All the names have been omitted for the protection of the people involved. <laughs> um, <laughs> so... It was an eventful night, and nothing like bad happened, but it was hilarious because my niece and a friend of mine at work, they did not like each other at all, which, and it wasn't, it didn't start until like near the end of the night, and I don't know how it started, but it ended up coming to a head where um, somebody needed Uber, and then there was disagreement, and he said his opinion, my niece said hers, and they just didn't like each other for that, then alcohol doesn't help at all, and they got into the car, and they argue like brother and sister. He was telling her, shut the fuck up. Just yelling. And uh, she's like, I'm going to keep talking. <laughs> I'm like, I have a fucking headache. And I have to drive these bastards home. <laughs> so after we drop everybody off, and then afterwards, like, we get back to another friend's house. And uh, she's like, man, fuck that bitch. Fuck him. <laughs> He's irrelevant. I'm like, all right, guys, it's not that serious. Right. It is not that deep. But yeah, I was, I missed all of that because I was busy driving somebody else home. I was the DD that night. Um, so I missed all the argument, but I had my own little fill of drama because one of the people I was trying to take home ended up getting mad. And while we were at the stoplight, she just got out and walked away. She said these boots are made for walking. (laughs) And no one's seen her to this day. (laughs) Yeah, it was funny because we both checked the news the next day and you saw like on the local news article, it said pedestrian hit on a highway in uh, Berkeley County. And we were like, Uh, oh (laughs) jump scare (laughs) it's not her guys she's okay but i tried to keep her in the car and like try to calm her down but then she told me she said fuck you and i said okay you want to talk about each other's family (laughs) you can get the fuck out of this car (laughs) right gets a step and immediately so yeah i was dealing with that but um i don't know it was funny it was it was a good night it was it was a little crazy but it was funny yeah, that was pretty funny. A good time. Good times for all. But yeah, we didn't record a podcast that night, and then the weekend came and went, and so now here we are. Yep. We're back again. And I'm pretty sure, literally, I we need to go back and play it and confirm. I think last episode, we were like, you said, guys, we're back on a roll. We're going to keep posting. And I said, yeah, we say that now, and I'll watch us miss next week. And then we did. Well, sync these two episodes together, guys, and see if you can catch us in our lives. <laughs> Or catch us in a truth, which everyone happens first. <laughs> but outside of our uh, going out that night, um, how was your week, Brittany? Not bad. Not bad at all. Um, a little sleep deprived, but that's nothing new. Hashtag insomnia. Um, but, yeah, that's a pretty good week. My best friend came over and helped me with the Diana Ross around my neck, which has been my or a garage, which is full of chaos and disorganization if you're trying to wonder why she's saying diana ross for those of you who are just joining us there's an episode where i mentioned about an albatross and you know having one around my neck and she's like you don't know what the fuck an albatross is and then she mentioned somehow who's diana ross no i said 
Something, something is the Diana Ross around my name. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, and so it's always thought been it was joke. hilarious. It was quite funny. But yeah, that's where she's getting albatrosses. She's talking about albatrosses, not Diana Rosses, but it's just funny when she says it. Yeah. And, watch continue. and if you just started this episode without listening to the earlier ones, go back and then you'll get the joke. But anyway, um, so yeah, we did that. I am trying desperately to try to get some sleep. So, hey, feel free to send me some recommendations. I uh, got some Unisom yesterday. And I was like, so last night I was like, all right, take the Unisom. I've been able to not, I have not been able to sleep past four hours in like weeks. So I got some Unisom, got home. I was so tired. And I was like, man, this, this sleep is about to be fucking mint. Because I was already exhausted and I had Unison. Literally woke up two hours and 50 minutes later and I was sick. And I've been up ever since. I've been up since two something this morning. So, other than my complaints about that and being exhausted, I'm actually feeling pretty good. <laughs> Thanks, Adderall. Oh, that was the other update in my life. So, I got a. Um, increase in my meds on Tuesday so there's this is day two of me taking the what I now think is the correct dose for my Adderall so now I'm really tweaking and that shit is fucking amazing um I got so many things done the last two days and I'm so proud of myself good for you thanks I'm proud of you I can see my desk again literally when I was cleaning <laughs> off my desk at work today I was like hey there's wood under here I thought you were gonna say you see your feet again i just maybe, telling you what I thought you said. Maybe one day. <laughs> one day indeed. How the hell have you been? Pretty good. Um, same old work. Um, I did have a little fun the other day. We went to the uh, driving range. And not for golf, but a legit like driving range room. Um, I was about to say those for visual. about to say those for visually impaired. That's what the room room is for. But the fuck? <laughs> Anybody watching this? <laughs> Anyways. Um, so we went to the driving track. I'm practicing for, uh, for a class that I'm going to. And I want to tell you what, I may not be smart, but I am a driving man. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it was interesting, um, because like I haven't driven anything like that before or slash in like a long time. So pretty much just non-existent. And so the first couple of times there was cones everywhere, baby. There were scattered light bodies just everywhere. <laughs> and then after a couple of attempts, but near the end, I was getting it. And when I tell you, it was like. The song for Tokyo Drift was playing in my head. Hey, me now you went dingo. Yeah, that, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Um, so like you had to go pretty quick through some of these cones, man. I was and then we were almost at the end, and I was like, all right, one more, and then we're gonna go home. And so I went through, went through, went through, and I was overconfident. I was like, yeah, I'm good. I'm gonna go ahead and just turn now. I shouldn't have turned because the cone was still in the middle, and I clipped it and threw it halfway across the field. I'm like, God damn it. Um. I had to go back and pick it up. And I told my the guy that was riding with me, I was like, we ain't finishing on that note. We're coming. I'm doing it again. Uh, went through, nailed it, and we were good. But it's fun times. I hope you get it when it counts. Oh, absolutely. It may not, like I said, I may not be smart, but I am a driving man. Do you get the practice the day of the test? No. Oh. Yeah. Oof. Oh, well, I think so. Technically, I think you do get the practice, but... It's, like, two practice and then two, like, graded attempts. So, like, you don't get, like, much practice like I did. Yeah. So, God speed, God bless. I, I believe in you. I believe in me, too. You can do anything you set your mind to. 
anything can be, or everything is impossible until you're, it's done. You're a big boy. I see big boys. Anyway, so that's all you've had going on? Why? Do you want to know something else? No, I um, mean. I'm just... The tone says otherwise. Um, but no, just did that, and then this week it's coming up, a bunch of work, and I really do anything too crazy. I am ready for March, one month closer to our cruise, and I get to get out of here for a couple of days. I need a vacation. Same. Soon, and I'm sitting here looking at one of the pretty ladies that's going to be on there. Yeah, Miss Tammy Lim. Oh. Tammy Lim. Tammy <laughs> Lynn. Jeez. Or better known as Trailer Trash Tammy. Or better yet, Chelsea. Lynn. I cannot wait. This cruise is going to be fucking nuts. I'm more excited about getting there the day of. Because the La Quinta Inn apparently is going to be a party spot. <laughs> and I'm bringing the Moo Moo for all my friends. Absolutely. <sighs> Can't wait. I'm wearing Moo Moo's the whole fucking cruise. I mean, I might too. Let the balls breathe. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. There is one that I saw on Amazon that I want to buy. It's almost like a, a robe, but it's a guy Moo Moo. And it's mm-hmm. like colorful. That's the one I'm going to wear. So that way when it comes down to meeting men in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding oh this dude so we're in the facebook group for this cruise that we're going on and there's a guy in there that posted he's like so apparently i'm gonna be a rarity because i'm a single straight man and i'm gonna be on this cruise and he was like oh and by the way ladies i'm fixed and so i took a screenshot and i sent it to brandon and i was like cream pie for me (laughs) and i want you ladies to understand something listen at me brandon here (laughs) those vasectomies don't always last and i'll say that because the body may sometimes reverse what you tried to do and i'll be the first one to tell you not like i've ever had a vasectomy or nothing i was about to say you sound like you had experience but i have heard from many a guy friends that have had it and when i say many i'm only two um but they have said one was fixed and he has now sprung out another little boy mm. so but what's that guy say from saw i want to play a game <laughs> <laughs> Take your choice, ladies. Take your choice. Well, thanks for ruining my cream pie dreams. I mean, you can do what you want to. It's not like you won't have kids anytime soon. That's okay, but when we go to sleep that night, you're laying in the wet spot. <laughs> I ain't going to talk about wet spots right now because I know you laid on something. Ew. Mm-hmm. Ew. Yes, sir, Rebob. There's butt juice floating around. Butt juice? My dog don't have butt juice. Yeah, she she got something. That bitch stank. Don't talk about her. She's seeping. Don't. <laughs> Don't okay. talk about my baby. She over there just propped up. She's like, I'm living my best life. <laughs> but yes, I can't wait for this cruise too. Like, I I don't know, man. I, I, I need a break. I think we both do. Yeah, this constant working thing is stupid. Yeah, who decided that adults need to work all the time? Right. And also, screw Nikki Haley for saying that she wants to raise the retirement age from 65 bitch that's too much lower it right and the thing the scary part of that is she fucked up the retirement in south carolina so now she wants to do it nationally yep um because back before that um before she came around um she was the one who raised the retirement thing for us i know for state employees yep because she was the one that made it to where i could have retired at uh 20 what was it 20 no 25 24 it was 25 yeah and i got a 28 yep Bitch. And I can, thankfully, thankfully, because if not, I would have blown up. Oh, anyway. <laughs> anyway, just kidding, FBI, just kidding. Right. We don't uh, blow stuff up here. <laughs> she does. Maybe. I don't know. I do not. Um, thankfully, I was grandfathered in because I was already uh, in the system before she came around. Prison but, system. 
but I have to do 28. But now people in my position have to do 30. So that's, uh, yeah, 30. Right. The bright side is, though, is that, I mean, Brittany does have some years on me before retirement, but she's going to stay in until I get out. She ain't got a choice. Oh, yeah. 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 You can't leave me. I'll never leave you. But talk about this cruise. I'm excited to go, but you know what I'm not excited about? What? Surrounded by people. <laughs> and it's not like I can escape these people. It is a hotel on the water. I don't like it. So I will say, for your sake, because this is your first cruise, yep. I will say this is going to be a good like cruise to put your foot in the water because... I won't be putting my feet in the water. It's on a boat. <laughs> um, Because of the amount of people on this ship. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's still a lot of people. But... Compared to a regular cruise that is not for, like, a fan base, like, we're going to be pretty good. But the last cruise that I went on that was a carnival cruise, it was a really big ship, and it was a newer ship, which is nice. I mean, it was nice. But because it was bigger, that means more people. And it eventually got to the point by the end of that week where I was like, I am overstimulated. There's too many people. My social anxiety is, like, off the charts, and I was ready to get off the boat. But this one, I think for you, I mean, I get still being anxious about it, but I think you'll, you're probably still going to think it's a lot of people because you don't have anything to compare it to. But no. I'm actually excited for the fact that it's not 4,000 people. <laughs> you don't know. It still could be. You haven't looked at the amount of people that are on there. I've seen how many it holds. How many it holds and how many are attending are two different things. Okay. Why? You going to Google how much it is? No. I thought that's what you're going to do. But yeah, no. So like for me, don't get me wrong. Like, do I like people? Do I like socializing? Sometimes. I mean, especially if I'm forced to. But for the most part, I do not like being surrounded by that many people. I don't like having a way out or an escape. And me taking one of them little orange boots? mm -mm, Don't think so. (laughs) That's not going to cut it. I am not going to be the captain now. Uh, Yeah, your fear of the ocean is not going to help. No, I have a thing called uh, homophobia. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) I have a thing called thalassophobia. And that's where, like, it's, I think it's more so, like, the bottom of the ocean, the shit that you cannot see. Yeah. That's what scares the fuck out of me. Like, I, how deep it is. Well, not even the depth, but just, like, the unknown. Like, we have explored more of the moon than we have our own ocean. And we've only been to the bottom a couple of times, minus those guys that, you know, self-imploded. I was just... Um, <laughs> moving on. Um, <laughs> so, like, it's just, like, you know, when you go into and, like, you jump in the boat. Like, you remember, well, you didn't snorkel. So the first time we went snorkeling in Turks and Caicos, we would go into the reef. You would see the reef, light blue water. You see everything. It was cool. Yeah. You look to the left where it got to like the deep blue sea. Yeah. I don't like none of that. <laughs> I don't, I can't see where the bottom is. I don't like it. Um, especially because you can't see something until it is right up on you. Yeah. Like, you know, if you ever think about like sharks, you notice how the top of them is gray. The bottom of them is white. You know why they are like that, right? To hide from their... Right. Well, more camouflage. So if you're a fish underneath this shark and he's above you, you're going to look up and see white. You know? Oh, yeah. Like you're going to see that. And then vice versa, if you're looking up from like up top and you look at the deep blue water, the darker you go or the bottom, the further down you go, the darker it is. The gray blends in. It won't see it. Yeah. I don't like that. <laughs> I don't like anything like that. And then like you go to like you see these uh, uh documentaries of like these angler fish, you know what that is? Yes. You've seen fine. Okay. I was about to say, if you don't know, and if people who are listening don't know, anglerfish are the one that dangled a little light in front of them and they glow yeah. in the dark at the bottom of the ocean. That scares me to death. <laughs> don't like it. Don't want any part of it. Um, and anyways, back to that. So 
the top of my social anxiety, the thalassophobia is going to be real, and all the above. Like, you just don't like it. Yeah, I don't... I <laughs> Thankfully for me, <laughs> I have all the anxieties, <laughs> social and otherwise. So, yeah, I, I will say, though, there are things that I'm anxious about for the trip, but it's... It's it's all the parts getting onto the boat that I'm anxious about. Once I get on the boat, I think I'm okay. I feel like I'm... I think the reason why I feel that way is because I'm going to be surrounded by um, people that are like me. And like... Big? The, and like the... Well, yeah, there's some of those. <laughs> hey, that's a good thing. I saw some big ones coming on this trip. Best friend, we're covered. So, for those that don't know the, who we're talking about, Trailer Trash Tammy, a.k.a. Tra- Chelsea Lynn... She's a bigger girl herself, but a lot of her, and she's always like, ladies, let your shit fly. Who cares? Like, she's very, she gives zero fucks about her body. I wish I was that way. Right. Um, And a lot of her fans are bigger, too. Not everybody, obviously. But I feel like I'm going to be around, like, people that like me and look like me and like <laughs> the same things that I like. You'll finally be one of us. Right. So, I think, I don't know. I feel okay about it, but I definitely am a little anxious also. But that's, but being around or feeling fat in like a social setting is something that I get anxious. That's part of my social anxiety. Like when we went out the other night, some of the friends that we went with, well, they're Brandon's friends that he works with. It was the first time that I've met them, even though I feel like I know them because he talks about them. Um, But literally all I could think about was like, they're going to be like, God damn, she's fat. That's a big one. (laughs) They're going to be like, damn, Brandon hangs out with that. (laughs) this transmission must be struggling so that's part of my social anxiety i don't know if that's normal for some people but it is for me is it um well you don't have any friends so there's no social anxiety for that for me um (laughs) name them i'm pretty sure that i introduced you to two of them who kim and stephanie well i love kim and kim didn't really need you and Kim was just in the same room as you. You didn't really need to introduce. She was going to, you really think Kim was going to introduce herself anyway? But you would have never hung out with her if I hadn't been hanging out with I her. I don't know. She saw me and she saw my britches. She knew what the deal was. <laughs> <laughs> Stephanie, probably. And you know, she probably would have, you'd have to introduce me to hang out with her or for her to hang out with me. Yeah. Kim says she's going to hang out with, <laughs> I was about to say daddy. I'm not daddy. She was going to hang out with me one way or the other. And I do have other friends. Thank you. We'll wait and see about that later. The, um, but, Back to this boat. Actually, not even to the boat in general, but like the more like, and we've talked about like me and you, not on the podcast or anything. So like, believe it or not, or my what my dad would say, believe it or don't, <laughs> um, <laughs> my social anxiety and it's there and it is anxiety, and it's not so much like it's not in all situations, but like sometimes it can be very small, and then sometimes it can be very severe. Like I ain't getting out of this fucking car. You can't make me. Um, like in personal life. And it's crazy because like there's some personal work life. It's, it's, it's different almost night and day. Weird. Yeah. So like one of the things that I get super anxious about is again, part of social anxiety is making phone calls. I don't know what it is. I can't fucking stand it. Like if I can't, I will literally jump through hoops to try to find a way to contact a business or a person or whatever by some sort of virtual means or by text or message or something. And in the time that I took trying to find out if I could do that, I could have called them 10 times and asked them the one question that I have. 
but in my head I've built this up to like it's such a big deal and I don't want to do it and I get so anxious about it but when I'm at work I have to make phone calls all day long and I do that with no problem I don't even think about it so for you you have a job where you have to interact with people multiple people every single day so I know sometimes for you you don't want to go in the business or talk to somebody or whatever but do you find it easier to do it at work? I was uh I was telling the guy the other day that he was you know you know telling me a couple of things, and I mentioned about my anxiety. Even I have it at work, but I use it to my advantage um, most times. And it doesn't necessarily mean like you know just because you have anxiety, it's almost like when you get adrenaline, you can control it um, by certain techniques and like using it to your advantage. And I think I use my anxiety to my advantage by you know playing out different scenarios at work or you know different events that may happen you know how would i deal with this you know like if if this is due and i'm not able to do it now what can i do to be able to like you know mitigate some headache at work you know stuff like that among other things in different situations and um one thing i've noticed it's almost like <clears throat> i've been doing it for um going on nine years now and at this point it's almost like you know i have my conscious there like I'm watching everything happen, but it's almost like I take a back seat to everything. It's almost like I know what I'm doing. I just do everything. And it's almost like I'm just sitting back here along for the ride just to make sure that other Brandon is doing all the work the right way. And I don't think anything about it. And that's on dissociation, baby. <laughs> yeah, right. And it's weird, though, because it's not like it's bad. It's not like I'm not in control. It's just more so like I I wouldn't say I'm good. I mean, I am good. But like <laughs> I'm to the point where it's not complacency, but it's almost like everything happens almost like in real time, but I'm like, I'm not like, there's nothing like keeping me from doing my job. That's just like, it's almost like a flow. Like if I got to do this, I do that. I can do this. I'm going to do this, do that. Boom. And I'm like, and the entire time it's almost like I'm monitoring. All right, cool. I did that, did that, did that, did that. And emotions now take a back seat and they're just kind of like sitting in the back. Um, except for that adrenaline monster that still sits there, but and doing this for a while, the adrenaline can flow and you know, you don't get that tunnel vision and you don't sit there and like, you know, let it you know freeze you so it's i mean it's almost weird it's almost like it's it's i'm at work but it's not me it's you know there's like work you know work brandon and home brandon are two different people yeah. and yeah so let's just say like hypothetical this is like you're on the way to somebody's house and it's nothing serious it's just bullshit yeah. but you're on the way to somebody's house do you do the thing where you're like oh god i gotta walk up to some stranger's house and knock on the door and then wait oh god no, see, because then my, the way, if I was going to, like, a friend's house or somebody I didn't know for the first time, yes. Yeah, I'm doing that's that. what I'm saying. Like, yes. when you're at I'm, work, it's, like, different. When I'm at work, the opposite happens. And in my mind, I'm playing the scenario of, like, all right, cool, I'm going to somebody's house. All right, cool. Where am I going to go? I'm going to run over here. What happens if they open the door? They got dogs. What if the dog comes outside and bites me? What if me and the dog are best friends? What if the person's <laughs> not there? What if they're dead? What if, uh, you know, somebody's calling from, the call's coming from inside the house. What if it's not like 911 from the inside of the house and they're not, you know, being held hostage? What if the roof collapses? What if the house explodes? What do I do with here? What if a car breaks down between here and there? What happens if uh, my gun's missing? You know, it just, it, my mind will go through literally 105 different scenarios in the two minutes it takes me to get there or however long. And by the time I get there, it's never what I expect. But in my mind, the adrenaline has already gone and I have already played through any and any possible scenario just to realize some somebody was playing on the phone and it's no big deal yeah. <laughs> and you know but also i feel like 
that's a good way to combat the complacency that a lot of people go with and deal with because they just assume that everything is always going to be the same thing every single time. And that's never the case. Um, but that goes back to like my, my social anxiety. It plays differently depending on what I'm doing. Like if I'm at, you know, if I'm going to a friend's house, like somebody just invited me for the first time over to their house for like a party. And in my mind, I'm like, am I wearing the right thing? Is this too much? Should yeah. I ride something? Oh my God. Do I breath stink? <laughs> Oh, wait, should I have done this? Wait, maybe should I take a little bit more time to go over here? Who else is going? Should I call him? Is it a good time to come over now? What if I don't come over right now and come over later? What if I just don't go at all? Will it be bad? Should I call them? No, I shouldn't call them, right? Maybe, wait, is, <laughs> can I, should I invite somebody? Is it wrong for me to invite somebody? I don't, did I get a plus one? Like, I'll, those are the things that will yes. play out going to my friend's house. And it's not that deep right? at all. But that social anxiety kicks in. I'm like, fuck, 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 fuck. Do you ever get anxious ahead of time thinking that you're going to say something weird or... Like, make a fool of yourself in some way? No. That's one thing I don't worry about. Because I say nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Problem averted. It's yeah. more so, like, I'll... Especially if I'm in, like, a new setting. I'm almost like... Um, what's a good analogy for this? Almost, I'm almost like... I'm an iguana. I'm going to blend in. You're not going to know me. But I'm watching all fucking points of the room. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get the vibe of the room. And then once I figure out what the vibe is, then cool. Then I'll, I'll do my thing. Yeah. But it usually takes me, like... It's not going to be instantaneous, like... Bitch, don't sit here and try to kiki with me just yet. Let me figure out what the fuck I'm at. And then, yeah. But, you know, it just it kind of depends on, like, the environment, the people I'm with, and stuff like that. And then that really dictates how my, like, my social anxiety will cue. Like, if I feel like, all right, cool, I can open up. They're cool people. Or if they feel like there's some reckless bitches, mm-mm. No, we go ahead and dial this back. We're going right. to be a spectator of all this. <laughs> We're not going to jump headfirst into this. Well, like, last or the other night, whenever we picked up your friend that I hadn't met yet, he gets in the car, and before we even made it to our destination, I had already, and this is 1,000% a defense mechanism, I had already made a fat joke about myself. And that's my way of being like, I'm acknowledging that, yes, I know I'm fat, and I joke about it, which means you can't judge me about it now because I've already made a joke about it. I don't know why I do that, but I guess it's, just, again, like I said, it's a defense mechanism. But I also, so I'm thinking about that before I go somewhere. And it's not just with your friend. literally when I go anywhere. Um, unless it's like to your house, obviously I don't give a fuck here, but, um, I will also <laughs> go over in my head. I'm like, okay, if there's new people around, am I going to say something that's stupid? Cause yes, I have a weird sense of humor, which is why we became best friends. Cause we both do, but am I going to say something that, that that person thinks is just fucking makes me stupid. <laughs> Right. They're gonna be like, "This so, girl on the speak." It's funny because I thought about a joke. One of my friends said, "I can't say it on here, but Brittany knows the one about the Snapchat from you know who with the rifle." Oh yeah, so <laughs> yeah. right. Weird stuff of humor, so you should have been fine with it. Well, yeah, but I'm again. I'm talking about just in general, not necessarily that night yeah. with those people. Just in general, like if there's gonna be new people out anywhere I'm going, right? Um, but then I also think about like if I'm going to a restaurant, I'll be like, "Am I gonna fit in the booth?" And these new people are going to be here. When we went to that place and we didn't sit in a booth and we sat at the bar, I was like, thank fucking God. Where? Uh, the sports pub. Because I was like, you know, they're there. And if we tried to sit in the booth and I had to like squeeze oh. in and we had to like move the table or something, I'd be like, I would have wanted to die. <laughs> <laughs> Understandable. Uh, um, see, mine is not like that though. Mine is just, I'm not a big fan of like a large group of people. And where do we go? Like concerts and stuff. Mm, it wasn't so much the concert; it was somewhere else we went to. It really bothered me. Um, where was it? I think maybe closest probably was 
Ah, uh, no, because even New York City was right there with it. I don't know. Both of them. Anyway, it made my skin crawl. Like, when I'm surrounded by people, and it feels like I can't get out or move where I need to when I need to, I don't like it. Like, was I with you? No. You've never been to New York with me. Well, yeah, no. Or I Vegas. Know. But you said, where were we? So, I didn't know if you were talking about. Well, at first, I thought it was maybe with you, but I don't know. We haven't been anywhere that was, like, super crowded. I mean, yeah, we went to Tampa. We've been to Chris Staples and concerts in Florida outside of, you know, I think Fort Lauderdale. Um shit like that but we've never been somewhere like that was like super packed but the places that i've like in new york and vegas are probably some of the most busiest places i've ever been um yeah. outside of the uh male latrine and basic training when they shoved all the men together to take showers <laughs> some of the best nights of mine <laughs> kidding because that was awkward as shit you're just standing there with a bunch of naked men that stink right you know there's a fantasy there somewhere but it has been shattered thanks to the u.s army thanks guys right Although I don't know how much of that is just regular anxiety and not necessarily social anxiety because well, I mean, I'm the same way. Well, I mean, I guess for me, social doesn't necessarily mean like what you're going to do or what you're going to say around people. But mine is like social is like social, like just people in Being general. Being out in public. Yeah. So, yeah. Cause I mean, well, like the definition of social anxiety would be like, basically, I like how he's about to Google it. I mean, I just want to know what the definition um, is because I'm not going to just trust you. Well, it would be like, you know, being worried that you're going to make a fool of yourself or you're going to, like, if having to speak in front of people, which I fucking hate that. It's funny because I, it, again, social anxiety, I wanted to be an instructor for something. And I was so excited because it's a topic that I'm very good at at my job. And I was like, I know it's going to show initiative that I volunteer to go be an instructor for this. So they sent me to the school. I did good pass with flying colors. I taught my first class and I fucking hated it because I had to stand up in front of people, even though I knew what I was talking about, but I hated it with every ounce of my being. So I've since let that certification expire because that's how much I hated it. Even though I worked so hard for it. That's terrible for you. I shouldn't be like that. But yeah, that's social anxiety. Like public speaking or making a fool of yourself in public or... um. So just to throw this at you real quick. So the Mayo Clinic overview for social anxiety or social phobia. Um, is it normal to feel nervous or... Uh, you know, uneasy in uh, social situations. For example, going on a date or giving a presentation may cause that feeling of butterflies in your stomach, but in social anxiety disorder, also called social phobia, everyday interactions cause significant anxiety, self-consciousness, and embarrassment because you fear being scrutinized or judged negatively by others. Yeah. And social anxiety disorders, fears, and anxiety lead to avoidance that can disrupt your life. Severe stress can affect your relationships, daily routines, work, school, or other activities. Uh, social anxiety disorder can be a chronic health condition, shout out, but learning coping skills in psychotherapy and taking medication can help you to gain confidence and improve your ability. See, I don't really need, I don't think I necessarily need therapy. I could just tell you now, it just makes me uncomfortable, but it's not going to prevent me from doing it yeah. if I need to. Um, I am going to throw her out of here. I know. God, I smell I, it. My mouth was open. Uh, <laughs> she just farted again. Jesus. Bella, go over there. Go. God damn it. Go. Go over there. I'm so mad. What you can send her over to me. God, what is your what did, did you, you give her something today? No, all I gave her was some of those collagen bones, and then she ate a regular food. And but she hasn't done that before. I've been giving her those bones for almost a week now since the yeah, bottom. That's crazy. God um. damn. <laughs> um, but these are some of the signs and symptoms, ladies and gentlemen. If you want to know um, of this disorder, fear of situations in which you may be judged negatively, negatively, worry about embarrassing or humiliating your humiliating yourself. I'm sorry, I'm still tasting ass. Um, <laughs> intense I fear. 
of interacting or talking with strangers, fear that others will notice you look anxious, <laughs> shout out, fear of physical symptoms that maybe cause you embarrassment, such as blushing, sweating, trembling, or having yes. a shaky voice, avoidance of doing things or speaking to people out of fear of embarrassment, mm. avoidance of situations where you might be at the center of attention, anxiety and anticipation of fear, uh, fear to uh, activity or event, intense fear or anxiety during social situations, analysis of your performance and identification of your flaws and your interactions after a social situation. <laughs> I do that all the time. Um, expectations of the worst possible consequences from a negative experience during a social situation. Do all those. Well, you just said that you don't worry about like being judged or making a fool of yourself or whatever. Well, work. Personal, sometimes. But again, like it's in the back of my mind now. Before it used to where like, I wouldn't do it at all. But now, like, as I got older and I've dealt with it, because, again, like, I've learned that you ain't paying my bills, you don't sleep on my bed, and you don't put food on my table. I don't give a fuck. But um, I'm not going to let sit here and lie to you saying that it doesn't still, you know, sit there behind my eyeballs like, these bitches probably think this, what the fuck is this fat Mexican doing? You ain't shit. You ain't never going to be shit. It's almost like having uh, schizophrenia, <laughs> but it's your consciousness being the voice. Yeah. Why won't you stop? Yeah. So, basically, I mean, both of the things that we talked about, like, you know, being uh, nervous in crowds, like something's going to happen, whatever, and then the stuff being, like, judged, all of that falls under social anxiety. It's just different variations of it. But the bad thing is, I have all of them. (laughs) But, yes, every time we go to a concert, especially whenever we're leaving, I hate... I've been those people before, and... That will sit there in the seat and just let the crowd go. Me and my dad used to do that all the time. Like when we would go to NASCAR races, we would just sit there for a while and let the crowd dissipate a little bit so we didn't have to walk in the crowd. But I'm always like, literally, in fact, whenever I asked you earlier, I said, was it me that you were with whenever we, you said there, there was a lot of cra- a big crowd? Because I remember the night we were leaving the Chris Stapleton concert in Charleston, Daniel Island, a few months ago, yeah. there was a big rush of like people and we were cramped into a small space because that's a very small stadium and we were trying to get out so once we finally got to the exit i remember i looked at you and i was like whoo and you were like yes yeah no that one yeah so when you mentioned that one that's one of them but because the thing is we made it through the hallway and then we were just kind of waiting at the front because there's no side i don't think that you can get out of if yeah, you could no. i didn't know where to go but like everybody was just kind of like mm-hmm. bottlenecked to these fucking little ramps and when i tell you i was like get away from me oh my god what's happening you know what i just remembered too i forgot about this till just now the post malone concert when uh, we were leaving yeah remember and we had to stand there because it was almost like they left all the doors closed except one and they wanted everybody to leave out of this one door so we stood there in a huge crowd for a long time but when i'm there and i'm in that crowd i'm sitting there thinking what if a fight broke out and then somebody started shooting right where am I going to go? <laughs> this is dang- I am in danger. Um, I'm going to ask you some of these questions. Do you experience any of these when you go into any kind of social situation that you may feel uncomfortable with or any social situation? Mm-hmm. Uh, blushing? Mm-hmm. Fast heartbeat? Yes. Trembling? Mm-hmm. Sweating? Yes. Upset stomach or nausea? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Trouble catching your breath? Well, I'm fat, so yeah. Always. Uh, dizziness or lightheadedness? Not really. Feeling that your mind is going blank? Yes. Muscle tension? Always. <laughs> I don't know. My body doesn't know how to relax. Uh, difficulty maintaining eye contact? Yes, starting, absolutely. Starting conversations? Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, entering a room in which people are already seated? That is me, <laughs> bitch. Yes. That, I promise you, I like any type of like 
work-related event where like people have sat down, I will wait for a pause. <laughs> like I will be 20 minutes late, and they're like, "All right, we're taking our first break." <laughs> wait, everybody, leave. Hey, where's the seat at? <laughs> okay, let's go over here. Thanks. Because I don't do that, and I will be the I'm the typical person. Like if it's a class that I know there's a lot of friends going to be in there, I'll sit wherever. But if it's a class that I am unknown to, you will see me in the fucking back row, tucked. Yeah. Don't look at me. Don't talk to me. <laughs> um, so this is how bad mine is. I don't know. And actually, I do know that you're the same way. And you can try to deny it if you want to. You don't want to. Like last night, we went to go get food. And we did a mobile order. And we got to the 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 drive-thru. The lady was like, oh, you have to come inside for mobile orders. And he was like, best friend. <laughs> Which, by so, the way, that's horse shit. Literally. Well, I know part of through it. the window. But also, oh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I agree. Uh, and also, like, I will, if I'm not prepared to look decent in public, <laughs> no. But, and that is part, of, last night, that was part of it because you didn't, like, put on regular clothes. But at the same time, you've also been like that, even if you were wearing regular clothes. And I'm the same way. I will choose a mobile order or an online order if I don't have to talk at the fucking window. And there have been times where, because you know how I am about my coffee, uh, the Dunkin' app will be down or they won't be accepting mobile orders and I won't go. Because I'm like, I'm not telling them everything that I need for my coffee. That's just too much. Right. That's like, I don't see how people, I need a double seven pump of child sperm and I need <laughs> seven pixie tears and I need a, a rhino's horn. I'm so mad you said child sperm. We're going to get fucking Kids. banned. <laughs> <laughs> nope that is the same thing on our terms and conditions <laughs> we're still good for apple and uh spotify but no like you've seen like those ads like you see on tiktok we're not ads but the uh people from starbucks and the priestess will post like don't be this fucking yes. asshole yeah like i, I could never right let, also, that, let that be down and i just remembered and this is how i know we're the same remember you said the first time you went to kava in Colombia, and you were like i am not trying to order in person so if they don't do online if they had not done online orders you would not have gotten it. i would have probably never <laughs> went because like and it's weird because like I, i'll i'll tell you all this because like i weird like that i will go like if it's a new restaurant i will see how like their menu is set up i'll see what it's like and i want to know how to order and like how they do things just so that way like i don't want to be that ask like what do i do yeah. tell me what to do which is their job anyway but um so like kava like there is so many they didn't really describe how like i still don't honestly know how to build your bowl in person yeah i don't understand it's probably kind of like subway yeah but even when you walked inside you look at the menu it didn't really give you a clear yeah like because like your base isn't like your salad it's like it's almost like your meat but you don't it doesn't say that it's like what kind of banquet you want do you want falafel or do you want um something else yeah pork Um, but it's also part of it is a generational thing. And I was thinking about this earlier because like mobile orders, again, just using this as an example, the older people that I work with, they refuse to do mobile. If we're going out to get lunch, somebody's going to pick it up. I feel like it's so much easier for that person to say, all right, I have mobile order for Brittany, so-and-so, so-and-so, and so-and-so. Yeah. Instead of having to order four different fucking things. But they're the older people that I work with, they they refuse to do mobile orders. Because they're like, I don't trust that. I want to make sure my food's right. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, bruh. If they're going to mess up your food. They're going to mess it up whether you say it to them on per- in person or through a fucking app. In fact, they're probably more likely to get it right if you do it on the app because they're looking at it. Exactly. <laughs> but. Because it's like one guy called in yesterday. We were eating hibachi with uh, my niece. And the guy was like, um, he called in. And the lady complained about it, which I don't know why she would complain. But I guess she probably should just have helped him explain it better. He was like, I need hibachi steak with the sauce and the broccoli and the zucchini, but I don't want the steak. And, of course, the lady's like, what? 
And I get where he was coming from because, like, if you look at the menu, it doesn't say you can get just vegetables. Yeah. Like, you would have to get the meat and that. He was just, like, asking, can I get this without the vegetables? So afterwards, whenever he came in to pay for everything, that's when he was like, what do I do? And she, like, highlighted, this is what you need to say whenever you do all this. Yeah. Well, I I don't know. But the generational thing, I think we're going to make the newer generations have even worse social anxiety because all of this stuff is becoming more and more common where we don't actually have to interact with people. Right. Like, if my interaction goes beyond the fact of, yes, I had a mobile order for Brittany, and then, thank you, have a good day, I'm done. I'm not doing it. Right. I'm not. And then making phone calls, I know I mentioned this already. I will remember when I grew up and moved out on my own, and my mom called, or I called my mom one day, I was like, hey, I need to schedule a doctor's appointment. She was like, okay. And (laughs) she was like, why are you telling me? I was like, I mean, I need you to call for me. She was like, Brittany, you're a grown-ass adult with your own apartment, living on your own in a different city call yourself and i was like what i was like absolutely not i can't i don't want to and to this day if i can't make my doctor's appointment online without having talked to somebody yeah i'll put it off for like a fucking year (laughs) i used to be the same way and it was funny even growing up when i was in like high school i used to make my dad order for me yes dad tell him what i want i was like dad i want this he's like be your fucking girl man tell him i don't know i want this one what is that squeaking? Because I'm about to go mad. I don't know. It's your chair rubbing up on something, and I need you to stop it. I can't help it. I'm relaxing. Okay. No. Got a headache. I'm trying to focus through this last 15 minutes. Why you minutes. got a headache? Because I'm looking at you. Fuck you. Don't ask stupid questions. I don't know. I'm not a guy. Brain, why are you hurting? Oh, he doesn't know. He didn't no. tell me. I don't even know if you had a brain tumor. It's a tumor. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what that's from? No, but I wish you would stop breathing. Um, <gasps> that ain't gonna happen. So like she already exhaled. No, what even five seconds? <laughs> Useless. Um, like I noticed, like even like growing up, like I could see like some of the social anxieties I had like growing up, like through elementary school, and whatnot. Like I, <laughs> I remember when like going through school, like you would get like a couple of friends, and then like one of the two of them would move away. I'm like, where did all my friends go? Like I couldn't just make more fucking friends in the same classroom because like these were back in the day, like your class. You would always stay together. Like you go to art, you come back to the main classroom. You go to the computer class, computer room, go back to the same class. Which, by the way, my computer labs had the big old backs to the screens. We used <laughs> we used yes. not CDs, but we used uh, floppy, floppy discs. Yes, I used to <laughs> little slide them little things to go. Yes, all the time. All the time. Also, I realized that I have never had an original thought as a child. Yep. Because I sat there and looked at some of these memes on Facebook. I saw one, not to get off the topic of social anxiety, but uh, I would like you put the noodles for macaroni and cheese on the fork blades. Yes. Yep. Thought that was just me. Nope. Everybody <laughs> did that too. Um, but, you know, like even like in school, like younger years, not so much high school. High school, I think I started to butt out just a little bit more. Yeah. I was a socialish butterfly um, <laughs> because I was friends with pretty much everybody. Um, Speaking of friends, would you go to like a public or a restaurant and eat by yourself? I'm glad you said that. No, I don't. <laughs> but honestly, though, I have tried to do that more often. I've only yeah. done it once. But I don't know. It's just I feel like it's weird. Not like it's a bad thing, but like, bitch, if you just want to go and eat some Ruby Tuesdays by yourself, which who the fuck ever, where the fuck are those at nowadays? Um, <laughs> but like in general, like just going to eat. I used to always feel like if you ate alone, like, oh, no, I don't, I don't have anybody that loves them. Well, maybe they're dead or maybe they do. Shout and out. they're just <laughs> maybe they're just not there. But, you know, I always thought like eating alone was a bad thing. So, last night when I went inside to pick up our food, because he wouldn't go get it. I um, wasn't prepared, okay? <laughs> I look like shit. There was a, would you quit fucking with the things? Fuck you. Um, he, there was a girl in there. Actually, she was pretty young. She looked younger than me. Yeah. 
And she was just sitting there eating by herself. And I was like, I... Bella. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I shouldn't say I could never because I have before. But I feel like if I do, every time I've ever had to do it or have done it, I have to be on my phone the whole time I'm eating. I'm literally like with my fork in one hand and my phone in the other scrolling. Because I'm like, I don't know what to do with my eyes. (laughs) Keep them down. So, yeah, I don't. I don't know. It's just awkward. And then, but you talking about school is what made me think of it. Cause I was like, I, I was pretty lucky to have friends and all the kind of cliques in school. Yeah. you so, criminal friends. <laughs> yeah. You're right. Um, <laughs> anyway. Um, but, uh, <laughs> sorry. I just remembered something got, uh, Oh God. I just remember something I talked about on here one time. Um, yeah. anyway, uh, <laughs> So, the uh, just like if somebody wasn't at school that day, yeah. like for me to sit with at lunch, I'm like, mm, I guess I'm not going to lunch today. <laughs> I mean, you wait, you had an option of not going to lunch? No. I'm about to say, I thought we, they made everybody go to lunch. No, but there was a, like I said, I was pretty lucky where I was kind of like, I had friends in all the cliques, so I could have found somewhere. But there was one girl that I knew that one day her grandma called me because I watched or i watched her after school she called me she was like she's in the bathroom because she feels like she can't sit with anybody so she took her tray into the stall and i was like first of all that's gross right that's her poopy (laughs) that goes back to the old expression don't shit where you eat or don't eat where you shit but i remembered that story when you were talking about school and that's what made me think about the sitting at the restaurant but yeah i mean i would do it in like a pinch but am i gonna choose to do it do i want to do it am i happy about it no right and it's funny enough because like so, like, my, the one day, most times I would eat alone on, like, I think it was, we rotate, like, every week through our classes. Yeah. Um, it would be, like, a Wednesday or Thursday. So, most of our senior class was, like, we had 300, which is relatively small for, like, some of these bigger schools. But, like, for small schools like yours, I think that was probably, like, your junior freshman and fucking senior yeah. classes together. So, like, most of my friends would have lunch on the opposite, like, near the fucking end of the day, and I would have it at the beginning bastards so like mm-hmm. we would have a senior cafeteria separate from everybody else so only the seniors could go in there not like anybody really ever paid attention but they would go back there and double check and all that good stuff and um yeah so the i would go back there i'm like where are my friends at and i'm like oh fuck they don't eat lunch to the end of the goddamn day son of a bitch some of them are sitting like napoleon dynamite like what a fucking loser <laughs> yeah i don't i i don't know i just I, it's funny, though, because for me, I feel like all the things make me anxious, so I don't ever in my head go, there's my social anxiety. I'm just like, this is just me. <laughs> right, because you have anxiety about everything, so right. you can't pinpoint this one down. But yeah, you were going back to like the crowds and, you know, that making, not liking it. I'm the same way. And then especially these days, when every time you turn on the news, there's another mass shooting at a fucking movie theater or concert or church, it makes you not want to go somewhere. But at the same time, like you said, I I love concerts and I love doing like trips and vacationing and whatever. So I just refuse to let it stop me from doing that. Am I going to like it? Same with flying. Am I going to like it? Fuck no. But am I going to suck it up and deal with it to be able to enjoy life? Right. Because you need to. Because if you don't want to get on this plane, then you can stay behind. Right. Yeah. I'm already dreading this. It's a month and a half away, but I'm dreading this flight. Thankfully, it's a short flight, but this flight to Vegas, I ain't even booked it yet, and that shit's going to be long. I'm excited. This will be my fourth time now? 
fourth time in Vegas. I'm getting married in Vegas. I thought it was your third. Uh, once with Shakira, the second time without Shakira, third oh, time yeah. with uh Matt and everybody. Yeah, this will be my fourth time. My fourth time in Vegas, nice. baby. I'm world traveled. Although I'm mad that Adele just because for those who don't know, we're going to Vegas to see Adele, and she just announced she's doing a tour in Germany. Which, as we've said on this show before, both of us want to go to Germany. I'm like, damn, we could have killed two birds with one stone. Right. I'm mad. Be like Auschwitz. Two birds, one stone. Ooh. All right. Oh, boy. Canceled. Sorry. It's just, it's, it seemed fit Germany, you know, Auschwitz. His specific email is B. BB.punkin.patch.gmail.com. And, uh, yeah, I'll be sign- I'll be seeing myself out. You can just deal with Brittany the rest of this uh, segment. You have a great day. Well, guys, <laughs> I've been left to my own devices. Wait, are you really leaving me? My social anxiety. What if I make a fool of myself? Anyways, guys, find us on the socials. <laughs> already gave up already? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, it's honestly about that time anyway, and it seemed like it just started. But- I know. You know, and it's, you know, I do want to hear from you guys. And I know, Rosalind, appreciate you coming in and uh, talking to us because nobody else seems to know how to click a button. But right. you know what? Maybe one day you'll learn. If you can click on that button to open your Pornhub videos, you can click on the <laughs> podcast and thing to interact. Um, I want to hear about some of the things that you may have social anxiety-wise. And if not, just you know you can always text us if you know us or email us directly. Say what you got to say. We'll throw it on here and we'll exclude your name. Say what you need to say. I hate your fucking guts is what I needed to say. I also need some water because something about drinking this tea makes my mouth water. I'm mad. I just opened my safari and this is on there. Oh, good old bait bus, it seems like. (laughs) (laughs) Why you got that on your phone, Brittany? I don't know. It's weird or saying. Weird. Very weird. But uh, guys, feel free to hit us up on bb.punkin.patch. And that's bravo, bravo bravo.punkin.patch at gmail.com. Subject Um, line, cream pass. You and these fucking cream pies. I like oatmeal cream pies myself. <laughs> I may not be smart, but I am a driving man. Um, anyways, <laughs> that's going to stick with me. I like, I'm glad I can that up. But yes, feel free to reach us on that. Check us out on always at a uh, podcast um, for Spotify. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> you can tell he's getting sleepy. He's just, everything you said just now did not make any sense. So I'm trying to combine, um, Spotify podcast or podcast on Spotify, but it's podcasters for Spotify for the app that you go to probably like <laughs> post this stuff. Fuck me up guys. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Um, Apple podcasts. Um, uh, I heart radios. Um, I love cream pies. <laughs> Oatmeal's top. Um, yeah. <laughs> Where are we at? I don't know. Anyways, we should probably go before this gets worse. Right. Cause I'm getting sleepy. I'm also getting thirsty. Thirsty for Chris. <laughs> okay, I'm leaving. Love you guys. Uh, I'm sorry. No, I'm going to be done. You keep talking. Sign oh. us out correctly. Um. Okay, guys. We'll see y'all next week. Love you. Mean it. Bye. That was not even close. I'm about to say, can we... I, I just want you to listen to this shit. Just listen. What sounded like anything of what you just said? <laughs> You just say She'll be coming. <laughs> what the fuck? We did so good this whole episode, and then the end just went way off the rails. <laughs>
And she'll be coming around the mountain. She'll be stroking. She'll be choking. She'll be coming around the mountain when she can. Not stroke. <sighs> oh my god what happened the social anxiety has right we have skipped social anxiety we have gone straight to psychosis um okay good night oh you're waiting on me yeah oh play the song oops roll that beautiful bean footage